When I Open podcast may feature language, mature themes, and violence. This is your trigger warning. Hello, you are listening to When I Open, a true crime podcast where I talk about crimes ranging from urban legends to serial killers and how they are portrayed in the media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Tate's Guide to the Perfect Crime. Hello and welcome to When I Open. I am your host, Tate. And today is kind of been a crazy day. I'm filming this on a Monday night after a full day of in-person school. I've been online for most of the year, so my brain is kind of <laughs> completely exhausted. So I told myself that I would give myself a really low-key case. So that is what you are getting today. I want to also say thank you so much for the support on the Molly Bish case uh, last week. It really meant a lot, and with enough um, support, I think we can really help um, Molly's family in passing the bill that could lead to finding her killer. And if you hear something in the background, that is because the little recording studio gremlin doodle is back and decided to climb on my back like five minutes before recording. But, so, uh, today I'd like to first credit someone's idea really fast, um, Lucy from Wine and Crime, uh, she covered this in a drunk dive, like, a couple months ago, and I just thought it was really interesting. I'm not really a sports person, but, um, she covered this case, and it was really interesting to me, and I kind of wanted to cover it on my own just so I could, like, learn more about it, and it's just a really overall cool case so uh shout out to lucy for telling me about this because congratulations you made me interested in baseball for two days so without further ado i'm going to be talking about the 10 cent beer night so 10 cent beer night was a promotion held by major league um the team from cleveland uh during a game against the texas rangers i'm just going to be calling them cleveland or cleaves yeah, I'm just going to call them the Cleves. Um, during a game against the Texas Rangers at Cleveland Studio Station. Wow. Stadium. I, I don't know sports very well, so I'm just going to push through this. This is going to kind of sound like Lucy's drunk diving, though I can't drink. Um, on Tuesday, June 4th, 1974. So, the idea behind the, like... The promotion was to attract more fans to the game by offering 12-ounce um, cups of 3.2% beer for just 10 cents each, which would be a really big discount of the regular um, 65 cents with a limit of six beers per purchase, but no limit on the per- number of purchases made during the game. So, um... So the the Cleves had previously held such promotions without incident, beginning with Nickel Beer Day back in 1971. However, a bench-clearing brawl during the game's last meeting one week earlier at Arlington Stadium in Texas left some Cleves fans harboring a grunge against the Rangers. So, I'm not going to get into sort of like the sports babble of it, which I do not know sports very well, so I'm just going to be reading off of this. It will be credited in my sources. <laughs> Alright. 
In Texas, the trouble had started at the bottom of the fourth inning with the walk to Rangers' Todd Grieve, Tom Grieve, followed by a Lenny Randall single. The next batter hit a double play ball to Cleves' third baseman, John Lewinstein. He stepped on the third base bag to retire Grieve and threw the ball to second base, but Randall disrupted the play with a hard slice into second baseman Todd Bro Hammer. And then the Cleves retaliated in the bottom of the eighth when pitcher Milt Wilcox threw behind Randall's legs. Randall inevitably eventually laid down a blunt. When Wilcox attempted to field it and tag Randall out, which he did successfully, Randall hit him in his forearm, and Cleves baseman John Ellis responded by punching Randall, and both benches emptied for a brawl. Um, after the brawl was broken up, as Cleves and coaches were returning to the dugout, they were struck by food and beer hurled by a Rangers fan. And uh, catcher Dave Duncan had to be restrained from going into the stands to brawl with the fans. Um, uh, basically what happened next was, um, was the, the Cleves and the Rangers sort of had like a little feud going on after that incident. And there was kind of, there, there were some threats that were thrown around in there. But now we are actually going getting to the like official game where the famous not really famous where the Tencent Beer Night really really went downhill. So six days after the brawl in Texas, uh, Cleveland's Tencent Beer Night promotion drew twenty five thousand one hundred and thirty four fans to Cleveland Studio for the Tuesday night game, twice the number expected. The Rangers quickly took a 5-1 lead. Meanwhile, throughout the game, the inebriated crowd grew more and more unruly. Uh, during the game, Cleveland's... Early in the game, Cleveland's... Leron Lee hit a line drive into the stomach of Rangers pitcher Ferguson Jenkins, after which Jenkins um, dropped to the ground. Fans in the upper deck of the stadium cheered, then chanted, hit him, hit him, hit him again, harder, harder. A woman ran on onto the um, cleaves on on deck circle and flashed her breasts, and a naked man sprinted to f- second base as Grieve hit his second home run of the game. And then, so I can never picture anybody doing this, because this is just weird. One inning later, a father-son pair ran onto the outfield and mooned the fans in the bleachers. How? I don't know how. So, as the game progressed, of course, fans got more and more problems. Um, Rangers first baseman Mike Hargrove was pelted with hot dogs and spit, and at one point was nearly struck by an empty jug of Thunderbird. I am young. I do not know what Thunderbird... Oh, um, I've just found out that Thunderbird is a kind of flavored wine. Okay. Um. The Rangers later argued a a call in which Lee was called safe in a close play third base, spiking Jenkins with his cleats in the progress and forcing him to leave the game. 
The Rangers' angry response to this call enraged Cleve- Cleveland fans, who again began throwing objects onto the field. Uh, ready for this? No, you're not. Somebody tossed lit firecrackers into the Rangers' bullpen. Yes, lit firecrackers. At the bottom of the ninth, um, the Cleves managed to rally, tying the game 5-5, to and had Rusty Torres... Nobody's going to get the joke, but I'm not going to make it. Um, on second base, representing the potential running win. However, the crowd had began, been drinking heavily for nine innings, and the situation finally came to a head. Or so they thought. That was a bad transition. Sorry. So, again, I'm kind of tired. So, after the Cleves had managed to tie the game, a 19-year-old fan named Terry Yorick ran onto the field and attempted to steal Texas outfielder Jeff Brogan's cap. Confronting the fan, Brogus tripped, and uh, thinking that Brogus had been attacked, uh, Texas manager Billy Martin charged onto the field with his players right behind um, some wielding bats. A number of intoxicated fans, some armed with... Hold on a minute. Okay, I my Caitlin was making weird noises, so I had to make sure she wasn't eating a piece of paper, which she has done before. Anyway, um, a large number of intoxicated fans, some armed with knives, chains, and clubs, fashioned from portions of the stadium that they had torn apart and slurged onto the field, and others hurled bottles from the stands. 200 fans surrounded the 25 Rangers and more fans coming. Um, realizing that the Rangers' lives might be in danger because, well, yeah. Uh, Cleveland manager Ken Prosby ordered his players to grab bats and help the Rangers, attacking the team's own fans in the progress. In the process, rioters had began began throwing steel folding chairs, and uh, Cleveland relief pitcher Tom Hilgold. Hilgendorf. Oh my gosh, that's an amazing last name. Hilgendorf. Okay, Doodle's new new name is Hilgendorf, I've decided now. Um, Was hit in the head by one of them. Hargrave, after subduing one rioter in the gas fight, fist fight. Sorry, uh, my site says gas fight. That's not a good sign for my sources. Um, Had to fight another on his way back to the Texas dugout. The two teams retreated off the field during, through the dugouts in groups, with players protecting each other. Um, the team fled into their clubhouses and closed and locked the doors. The crowd pulled up and stole the bases and anything around it. Rioters threw a vest of array, vast array of objects, including cups, rocks, bottles, batteries, from radios, hot dogs, popcorn containers, and folding chair. Um, Empire crew chief Nestor Chalak, realizing that order could not be restored in a timely fashion, forfeited the game to Texas. He too was a victim of the rioters, as one one struck and cut his head with a part of a stadium seat, and his hand was cut by a thrown rock. He later called the fans unforgivable beasts and stated that he had never seen anything like that happened happened before, ex- quote, except in a zoo. Um, the rioting continued for 20 minutes as Joe, and I'm not kidding about his last name, Tate, and Herb Score um, called the riot live on radio. 
Score mentions the security guard's inability to control, to handle the crowd. Tate said, quote, Aw, this isn't, this, this is absolute tragedy. You know what, past Tate, I agree with you. Uh, the Cleveland Police Department had finally arrived to restore order, arresting nine fans, and Cleve, Cleve's players escorted the Rangers onto the, to the team bus. Um, so, Cle- Cleveland ran general manager um, Phil Schlesigge blamed the empires for losing control of the game. The Sporting News, which sounds like an early version of Sports Illustrated, I know that because my dad uh, wrote that Schlee's perspective might have been different on the fact that he might have been different that he had been in Schlack's shoes in the midst of knife-wielding, bottle-throwing, chair-tossing, and fist-swinging drunks. That was was a quote. Uh, American League President uh, Lee McQuill, Phil, commented, quote, There was no question that beer played a part in this riot. Um, so then, the next beer night promotion on July 18th attracted 41,848 fans, with beer again selling for 10 cents a cup, um, but with a limit of two cups per person at a reduced price. So, that's kind of all the information that is there. Um, again, this is a super, super short case, but one that I thought um, some some fans might enjoy. Um, but yeah, it's a it's kind of a really cool case. As as one who doesn't know baseball very well, this was like. Ooh, now I know something about baseball. So now if anybody asks me about baseball, I can say, hey, did you hear about 10 cent beer night and that whole catastrophe? But, um, yeah, that is basically the case. Um, uh, baseball fans scare me. And that's all. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Scary Tales. So... I have a lot of things coming up, so, um, this is going to be the last Scary Tales till a while. I'm going to make the announcement on my Instagram, there's going to be a little bit of a post, but I'm actually hoping to make a different, um, a different kind of mini-ish series, um, possibly later when, in the summer, when I have, like, a more scheduled thing because summer is coming up and I do have an actual job that I have to get to but I just wanted to say that this is going to be the last scary tales for a while again I will make a post on Instagram so my now 100 followers thank you for that um can all be alerted about that but also I'd like to thank those who joined my Instagram live last week I know it was kind of late reporting um but I'm probably going to do another one, um, possibly at the end of June, I think, maybe at the end of June. I haven't exactly decided yet. There's going to be another one that's going to be announced, like, two weeks ahead, then one week ahead, then it'll be, you know, actually there. But, yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. 
we hit we recently hit 400 plays which is really cool and yeah if you'd like to follow or hear more um you can follow me or you can follow us at twitter at whenIopen.pod. um you can follow us on instagram at whenIopen.podcast or tiktok at whenIopenPod. and if you'd like to um to send us an email if you'd like to um to hear any specific cases um the email will be in the um little like information box that's on the on the little description but um the email is the number one i open podcast at gmail.com again that is the number one like number one um i open podcast at gmail.com and as always Remember to sleep with one eye open.